Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sometimes I ask myself, where would I be without coffee? And then that thought is immediately followed by, it doesn't matter because I have coffee. (laughs) I never have to find out because I have coffee and I am eternally grateful for all of the coffee. I heard a few years ago, I hope this is not true or I hope the situation has been rectified that by such and such a year, a few years down the road, there would be a coffee bean shortage, much to my chagrin. Do you know what would happen? If there was a coffee shortage or if all of a sudden coffee was no longer available in the United States or in my town, first of all, I I would exhaust every Amazon option to get it. But second of all, more importantly, if and when coffee ever disappears and we are no longer able to access it, that will be the end of my career immediately. I will retire immediately because I cannot, I cannot work without coffee. Not during football season. I guess I could do something more, more simple than cover football and sports for a living. But every Monday, every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday. Yep. All of those days. I'm so thankful for coffee. Fueled, caffeinated, fired up about football. That pretty much describes your host. Let's hope for the next four hours. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Glad to hear from so many of you on this Monday. It was a manic Monday, but it was also mom's birthday. And if you haven't seen, I don't know why the photo is so gigantic on a desktop. Oh my gosh. It wasn't, it doesn't look that big on my phone. (laughs) It's a humongous photo on Twitter, A Law Radio. If you want to see my beautiful mama, Uh, this was a photo that was taken just a few weeks ago. So it's the most recent photo that I have of the two of us. We took a few. And right after this photo, the heavens opened up and it was a monsoon in the Houston area. Uh, And so this was one of the photos that we managed to get. And I stink at selfies. So maybe that's why it's a gigantic photo. (laughs) But I appreciate that so many of you responded to my post about mom's birthday. You're not going to believe what happened. (laughs) 
for for those of you who were not here last week when I was explaining how how disappointed I was that my brother had usurped me and ordered an an arrangement of fall colored flowers his got delivered on Friday so he and my sister-in-law who actually spent the weekend with me they decided that they would have mom's flowers delivered on Friday so she could enjoy them all weekend Without knowing that my brother had pre-ordered flowers to get delivered to mom, I did the same thing. Now, I should have known because this is one of my brother's go-to moves. I did not realize that he had also ordered flowers, so I went ahead and I ordered some flowers to be delivered on her birthday. Orange roses, gigantic sunflowers, some very pretty and, and bright fall colors because I know that's what I would love. I didn't tell my mom, even though I wanted to explain to her that I didn't, I wanted to just smooth it over. Mom, I'm sorry. I didn't know that Matt was also getting you flowers, but I managed to keep my mouth shut. I'm not great at keeping secrets from mom, but I managed to keep my mouth shut. And so when I woke up on Monday afternoon, mom was home from school and we talked for a second. I told her that I would call her on video once I was done walking Penny uh, and so in between the time that I called her and I got finished walking the dog, her flowers showed up. She was very excited. She sent me pictures. Thankfully, the arrangement looked nothing like what my brother and sister-in-law had sent her. So that's all well and good. We do a video call. She shows me the flowers. She assures me she loves them. They're not the same. We hang up after lots of birthday wishes and a, and a fun conversation. An hour later, she says... <laughs> <laughs> An hour later, she sends me a text and says, you better be sure you didn't get charged for two flower arrangements because the second one just showed up in my door. <laughs> so, same note. You know how the flower delivery company will ask you, the florist will ask you if you want a note. Now, this is a, a national company that I'm assuming goes through local florists to have their, their flowers delivered. So an hour later, there's another knock on the door and another set of flowers. They look completely different. This one does not have orange roses, but it's similar in, well, the vase is completely different. So she's got two different vases, two different arrangements. The idea is the same, orange, yellow, some reds, some burgundies. The note is exactly the same, meaning... My order got placed twice and with two different local florists. So somehow they got screwed up and my mom got not one, not two, but three bouquets of fall flowers for her birthday. That's quite a surprise. Yeah. And I've checked. I only have one order confirmation, one order number. I did not pay for two sets of flowers. Now I'm going to keep an eye on my credit card over the next week or so just to be sure. <laughs> but not I guess I shouldn't have been worried about the fact that uh, my gift was a repeat of my brother's because she she's got three sets of fall arrangements in her house now. So happy birthday to you, mom. <laughs> Just, I mean, it's come on. That's comical. And I, I guess I could call the company and say, Hey, by the way, you sent two arrangements, but I'm not going to, it's not my mistake. And I'm certainly not going to pay for a second one because it wasn't my problem. Uh, but I am thrilled that mom has flowers all over. I said, mom, it's like, 
your funeral or something. People are sending flowers thinking that something drastic and terrible has happened. Uh, anyway, so birthdays are not like funerals. Birthdays are to be celebrated. And she said, ho-hum, it was a nice day. Mom, surviving another year on this planet is worth celebrating. Do you know the kind of, you know, stuff that we have to deal with every day? Uh, and so, yeah, she's very excited that this is my nerdy mom. She can vote early on Tuesday. That's her big birthday gift to herself. And she also got herself a new cover for her Kindle. But I said, what are you going to do for your birthday? Vote early. <laughs> She's way too giddy. But I suppose at my mom's age, the fact that she's still very into voting and very into supporting her candidates that she agrees with and that she uh, that she likes, that's that's good. I'm glad. And she still teaches full time. So you would never know. Sometimes I run into people who are my mom's age and I cannot believe that that they're in the same stratosphere even because mom is still so vibrant and active and she's a goofball. She's really funny. We laugh all the time. Most of the time it's because we, you know, we do stupid stuff and we laugh over stupid stuff. Oh, she really enjoys my dating story. She thinks those are very comical. How do you find these guys? That's what she says to me. Where do you find these guys? <laughs> That's a great question, Mom. <laughs> anyway, she'll never not be a meddler. Don't tell her I said that. She'll never not be involved. She'll never not be all up in my business because that's what Italian moms do, at least mine. Uh, I wonder to her sometimes, so sometimes to myself, but sometimes wonder aloud to her, Mom, why aren't you all involved in Matt's business? Well, he's he's married and this and that. Dumb reasons. Well, so when I get married, you're not going to be all involved in my business? Well, I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> okay, mom. I mean, sometimes I just say to her, mom, I'm an adult. I don't have to do what you say. <laughs> She's, not only does she like to give me advice, she likes to tell me what to do, even though I'm no longer a teenager. So, yes. Mom is all up in my grill all the time, but the older I get, the more I appreciate her. And if you want to check out the photo, it's oh, it's so gigantic. It probably won't look that way on your phones, but it's on Twitter, A-Law Radio. And uh, I had to share it on my personal Facebook page. I, I rarely post on my own Facebook page. I spend more time on, Jay, more time on Jay's Facebook page. Uh, don't ask. But anyway, so I... I actually posted on my Facebook page because so many people that I'm quote unquote friends with on Facebook actually had mom as a teacher or they know mom from when we were growing up in New Hampshire, when I was growing up in New Hampshire. And so lots of people sending her kind words about her birthday. She is, well, she's a great role model to so many and the kids still love her. Lots of kids at school were wishing her happy birthday as well. So Yay for mom. Not one, not two, but three flower arrangements. Three for the price of two. <laughs> She's so dumb. <laughs> I still can't stop laughing over it. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. So on Twitter or on our Facebook page, I know I promised you all some fall 
photos from my weekend of hiking, yada, yada, yada. I didn't have a chance to post them yet. It's just been that kind of a two-day stretch. So I apologize for that. I like to follow through my promises. I did not. I will. We got a lot to get to. And so we're going to dive right into Monday Night Football. And I just, I have this whirlwind of thoughts after seeing the end of week seven. So I'm oh so anxious to share them with you. But thank you for all of your tweets about Stranger Things in the NFL. That was our Sunday theme, Stranger Things. And if you haven't yet voted in our Monday mortification poll, whose was the most miserable and the most mortified on Monday? We gave you four options. My favorite is when people tell me I forgot. Yeah, dude, I've forgotten more than you know about sports. So don't tell me I forgot anything. So, but that's a go-to line. You forgot. If I forgot a few hours after it happened, I shouldn't have this job. So the poll is up on Twitter. It's also up on our Facebook page still. You have about an hour to go. And then we will reveal. Well, we got the big reveal. Uh, but we've also got audio to go along with it. Because really, at this point, it's one of two options. We'll see whether or not either of the others make a surge. But I don't think so. You guys were pretty heavy on two particular options. So check that out on either of our social media sites and we'll reveal a little bit later on. Plus, we'll give you the candidates for TD of the Week. That's a Monday night into Tuesday morning staple. I suppose there are candidates that we could take away from Monday night football, but I'm not sure that's the focus on this Monday night as the Bears start out with a double-figure lead, lose their double-figure lead, and then go from being behind to scoring on five consecutive drives. I know Matt Eberflus called it a tale of two halves. Honestly, the only blip, the only downturn for the Chicago Bears was the second quarter, and that was only really two drives for New England. I got to tell you, it took me a minute to realize Bailey Zappi was in the game. (laughs) Why? Because I was watching Peyton and Eli, and they didn't mention it right away. And so here I am, minding my own beeswax, watching Peyton and Eli, the Monday night meetings, and I was probably fiddling around on my computer as well. And all of a sudden, I hear the crowd reacting, and I recognize, oh, okay, wait a minute. That crowd's gotten a lot louder. That's because... The rookie is in the game. So we're going to get to Bill Belichick's reaction. We're going to get to his answers about his quarterback spot. But just so you know, according to those who cover the Patriots on a regular basis, Mac Jones took 90 to 95% of the snaps this week in practice. Once he was cleared, he took the majority of the first team snaps. But after he started... And the Patriots often started with a three and out, a three and out, and then an interception on their third drive, which ended early in the third quarter, or excuse me, in the second quarter, their third drive ending early in the second quarter. That was it. No fanfare, just a quarterback change. Again, this is after the Patriots have already fallen into a 10-0 hole. 
Receiver in motion. Shotgun snap. He runs laterally after the snap of the five. Cuts over the left tackle. Dives in. Touchdown, Chicago. Justin Fields taking it himself and veering in over the tackle on a three-yard touchdown run for the Bears. And they've scored again. And for the second consecutive time tonight, now on top, 9-0 over New England. Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. I heard he and Kurt Warner engaging in a one cheek equals two feet conversation on in the, I think it was the third quarter. <laughs> Just those two are so much fun to listen to. So we always like to work him in. So yes, after the Bears jump out to this 10 nothing lead, the quarterback change is made without a whole lot of fanfare, but boy, did the fans themselves react at Foxborough. Meyer split right, Thornton left. Stevenson, or rather uh, Harris in the backfield with a play fake to him. Zappi drops back. He throws a long ball left. Wide open, Jacoby Myers, who makes a twisting diving catch. He squirms into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Look at this place. It feels like AFC divisional round against Baltimore. Stevenson in the red gloves and red shoes. Single setback behind Zappi. Takes the snap and gives. Ramadi runs it left. He runs it to the end zone. Untouched as the Patriots take the lead. Zappi just walks over to the goal line to shake his hand like he's been doing this for six years. It was quite a Zappi jolt, not only with back-to-back scoring drives, but also with the way the crowd responded. Uh, For those of you who remember, when Kenny Pickett took over in the third quarter, so he comes out of halftime, he replaces Mitch Trubisky in a game with the uh, Patriots, with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and in that moment, you didn't even really need to know what had happened. You just recognized by the reaction from the fans that a quarterback change had been made. You didn't have to hear it from the announcers. You didn't have to see it with your own eyes. You could just tell because the fans had been waiting for it. This is what they wanted. So clearly at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, this is what Patriots fans wanted. Now the mirth, the excitement was short-lived. I don't think it was the second quarter, but I am damn sure I heard it in the third quarter. Booing Bailey Zappi and the offense. That's how quickly things change. Life comes at you fast. And honestly, while Zappi and the offense certainly did regress after those back-to-back scoring drives, a lot of this was on the Patriots defense. And give credit to the Chicago Bears, who rattle off Five consecutive scoring drives from late second quarter all the way into the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Bears' defense was up for the challenge, regardless of who the quarterback. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Was out there. Fourth down at two. In the gun. Trips to the right. Snap. Blitz is on. Pockets tight. Oh. Bailey Zappi tip. Intercepted. Connor Gordon. Down the right side. 30. 20, 10, and shoved out of bounds. (laughs) Kyler Gordon with his first NFL interception. Hopefully one of many more. There were three interceptions. The one off Mac Jones, the two off Bailey Zappi. Zappi also had a fumble. So ultimately, there were four takeaways, three turnovers by the rookie. (laughs) That's not what Bill Belichick wants. And certainly the way that the offense performed outside of those two drives was brutal. What have we been talking about the last couple of weeks in the NFL is the brutal offense. Patriots fitting right into that. Maybe there was some rust with Mac, And he was their feature running back in the first quarter. He, he was doing more running the ball than he was passing. His touch was definitely off. And I understand why Belichick had a low tolerance to start the game. Three empty possessions, a pair of three and outs, and then the Mac Jones pick. But once you look at the entirety of the game, this was domination by the Bears. Outside of those two scoring drives that put a jolt into Gillette, this was total domination by the Bears in a bunch of ways. And we'll talk about those. You'll hear from Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. Huge win for them on the road at the Patriots, trying to keep pace with the Minnesota Vikings who are off this weekend, but trying to keep pace with the Vikings in the NFC North. That just sounds funny coming out of my mouth. The Bears and Packers are now sitting on the same record, three and four. There's a lot to break down. But the Bears' defense had the last laugh. Didn't give up more than those two touchdowns. In the second half, the Patriots were shut out. In fact, three of four quarters, the Patriots were shut out. So this is not just Mack versus Bailey. This is not Jones versus Zappi. This is bigger than which quarterback is on the field. And I tell you what, with the Chicago Bears, 
it's a similar theme to what I've felt and seen around the NFL. If you can establish the run, if you can dominate the line of scrimmage, if you can control the ball by running it ad nauseum, you do it until your opponent can stop you. I don't care if it's simple. I don't care if it's boring. If you have the ability to run the ball and keep it away from your opponent, I think you use that strategy until an opponent figures out how to slow you down. And the Patriots didn't do that against the Chicago Bears. An overwhelming win for Chicago on Monday Night Football. But as I say, a lot to pick apart. Find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page. It's Monday. We survived our Monday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Empty spread this time. They back a pair of receivers left, spread out three to the right. Patriots show blitz. They got a picket fence behind him. Quick throw, screen. Herbert to catch 20. There he goes, 10. Nobody's going to touch him. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. And Fields was whacked by a couple of the Patriots on a beautifully executed pass. Fields to Herbert, and the Bears are back in front. High formation with blasting game. Ahead of David Montgomery on the left hash under center. They drag the tight end. He takes and turns. Fields on the give. Montgomery powers in. A pad-thumping touchdown run left into the end zone. Here in New England, and the Bears continue to expand their lead. It is 32-14. Off the field. On the money and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Here we are. We're talking football. Let's go. Speaking of let's go, Tom Brady was in, I would say, a thoughtful, pensive mood on his Monday edition of Let's Go. And I made a point to listen to the first five, six minutes. I even posted some quotes on Twitter because... I feel like his situation, the Buccaneer situation, and the challenge they're facing is not that unique if you look around the NFL. There are a lot of teams right now hanging in the balance. Where are they going to go? After a bad stretch, after some brutal offense, how are they going to fix it? Now's the time. There has to be a sense of urgency. I get it. Season's really long, but we're heading into week eight, two months down. You got to figure it out and soon. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Think that could apply to the New England Patriots, no? But for these couple minutes, we'll talk about the Chicago Bears, who have the same record as the New England Patriots and a lot of other teams in the NFL. Three and four, four and three, three, three and one. There's a lot of mediocrity in the NFL, to be sure. Jeff Joniak on Bears Radio. They take the lead back from New England late second quarter with a 25-yard TD from Herbert and then rattle off points on five consecutive drives until David Montgomery goes into the end zone from one yard out. That's in the fourth quarter, and by that time, all that's left is the final few seconds to tick off the clock. This was an all-around Dominant performance. 
the Bears manhandled the Patriots for the most part. Four takeaways, including two interceptions of Bailey Zappi on the last two drives of the game for the Patriots. And once they found that gear, Matt Eberflus knows his team was was in a good spot. In the second half, you know, we our, our halftime has always been, you know, where you look at it, where what can we do better, okay, and what can we do different? And so we always do that. We always look at that. We always try to anticipate what the other team's doing. And I thought our guys did a real nice job with that, came out and uh, kicked the field goal on the first series there. And I thought we played complimentary football, you know, throughout the rest of the game. And by complimentary football, the head coach of the Bears is referring to the defense. As we talked about the three interceptions, plenty to spread, spread around. Regardless of the quarterback, there were turnovers to boot. But Kyler Gordon getting his first career interception. Roquan Smith, he was right in the middle of everything. The Bears only allowed 260 total yards and a dozen first downs to New England. Well, it was very fun. Uh, you know, it's always fun to go out there and show what, what our defense could do, what our offense could do, our special teams. All three teams are just going crazy. And, uh, you know, uh, the plan was to come out here and execute. And um, no one's surprised. This is the way we, we should be playing all the time. And uh, we know that. So just a little reminder us, you know, that we can do that. And uh, we know how we can play. We played a whole complete game, you know, from the first quarter, you know, to the fourth quarter. So, you know, we keep rolling like this. Everybody keeps doing their job. You know, we're just getting warmed up, you know, um, you know, building our chemistry up, and then we're just going to keep going. That's just, you know, playing complimentary football. So, you know, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, you know, the defense gave us takeaways, and we always talk about plus two with the turnover uh, differential. So, you know, the defense did a great job with that. And uh, special teams, you know, we had a few good returns. And uh, first half, I mean, we had, you know, good field position pretty much every drive. So definitely proud of, you know, just, just everybody, the way they executed today. So the offense was helped out by the pressure being lifted the way the defense and special teams were playing. And I just go back to this concept of running the ball. If you can run the ball, run the ball. It's, it's honestly, it's not rocket science. And there are teams in the league that can run the ball, that know that's their identity, and then embrace it. And there are other teams who would rather be Peyton Manning. <laughs> there are other teams who would rather be Derek Carr. Actually, they can run the ball with Josh Jacobs. But just the gunslinger mentality. The Bears know their strength is running the ball. The Titans know their strength is running the ball. The Falcons know their strength is running the ball. The Browns should know their strength is running the ball. And yet, for some reason, they've gotten away from that. There are teams out there that essentially can dominate almost any matchup in the trenches. Now, certainly, there are times when guys are banked up, guys don't have good games, but there are some teams out there that can establish the run. Even if their opponents know it's coming, well, too bad. You're going to take it down the throat anyway. So, Justin Fields, 82 yards rushing and a touchdown. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, 62 yards each. Montgomery with a touchdown. Two other guys with carries as well. 243 yards rushing. And in many cases, what that translates to is ball control. Time of possession. Are you ready for this? Plus 15 minutes for the Chicago Bears. 
plus 15 minutes. It's a heck of a lot easier to win on the road or anywhere, really, if you have the ball 15 minutes longer than your opponent does. And when you're in third and short. And the number of times that the Bears were in third and short situations on Monday Night Football, astounding. I actually tweeted this, so I remember it. Through three quarters, they were 10 for 15 on third down. They finished with 11 first downs in the game. I'm sorry, 11 third down conversions for first downs in the game. That's a lot against a Bill Belichick defense. Typically, it doesn't happen. An overwhelming performance by the Bears, except for those two touchdown drives in the second quarter sparked by the rookie Bailey Zappi, which brings us to the Patriots side of things. Did Mac Jones get benched? Is this the end of Mac? The return of the Mac lasted for a quarter? And now it's, don't worry, be zappy? I can't help it. Every time I hear his name, that's what pops into my brain. That's Bobby Farron, right? Don't worry, be, well, it's not be zappy, but. Oh, we know the song. Bobby, somebody, I don't remember his name. Is that what it is? I think it's Farron. It might be, yeah, I don't remember Bobby. It's Bobby McFerrin. Oh, McFerrin. Shoot, I was so close. See, there's a Mac in there. I just knew the Bobby. There's always a Mac in there somewhere. I can picture his face. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Mac Jones' return was short-lived, and he was a running back while he was out there, so that didn't really fit. Is Bailey Zappi the present and the future for the Pats? Oh, dear. What will become of Mac? And, you know, it's Bill Belichick that we're asking these questions. Oh, I look so like. Don't expect any concrete information. That's coming up. Plus, speaking of quarterbacks, we got another team making a change at that impactful position so much happening it's a Monday it's a manic Monday a Monday after an NFL Sunday never a dull moment you are listening to the after hour T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Podcast. Worried? 
15 minutes into the game, and the Patriots have just made a quarterback change, and Bailey Zappi is in there. First and 10, Patriot 45. Zappi a quick line drive throw. Belt high catch on the hash mark. 49 of New England. The tight end, Johnny Smith, hit him right in the breadbasket, right in the belt buckle. Maybe the most excited I've seen the fan base for a four-yard completion. <laughs> but, you know, there was a lot of talk because Bailey Zappi had played so well over the last couple weeks, and so Mac Jones come back, make that ill-advised interception, go back to the young guy and see if we can keep that momentum from the last couple weeks. Every life this is song. After Hours with Amy don't Lawrence. Worry, you make it double, don't worry. Be Zappy. Happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be zappy. I can't help it. That's what I think of every time I hear the the name Bailey Zappy. But it's okay. It's not a bad. It's not a bad uh, image or a bad idea or a bad little ditty to be associated with his name. Although that's more information, more concrete information uh, than we're going to get from one Bill Belichick. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Earlier in the hour, you heard Bob Sosi, Scott Zolak, Patriots Radio, those back-to-back scoring drives and the fans going nutso there at Gillette Stadium. Now you get the Kurt Warner and Kevin Harlan version on Westwood One, and Kurt makes the observation that this is the most excited that the Patriots fans have been uh, since the game started. And that's what alerted me to the fact that there was a quarterback change. So I generally am watching with the, the audio down a little bit lower. A lot of times I'm taking notes or I'm, I'm also uh, paying attention to stuff on my laptop. Well, I was watching Peyton and Eli, <laughs> and, so, and I was a little bit behind. And so I didn't realize it right away. And then I hear the crowd and it's obvious that they're fired up. Holy crap! More than just the fact that they had scored. And initially it was that phenomenal catch by Devontae Parker in which he kind of twists and lays out for it and then gets up and, and crawls into the end zone, gets up enough to be able to crawl into the end zone. Now, it was short-lived, right? Because within, oh gosh, a quarter of Zappy taking over for Mac Jones, there were boos in the stadium. I don't know if they were directed specifically at the rookie QB, but there definitely were audible boos. So life comes at you fast. Uh, that's for sure in the NFL, especially if you're a quarterback, but also... Rookies give it and they take it away. They are a roller coaster ride. And Zappy still is very inexperienced and was thrust into this position. He's got a big arm. He'll chuck and duck. He likes to live. I mean, you know what? He plays the way that Russell Westbrook in his prime played basketball. Just kind of hell bent on making something happen and is fearless. So you have to be somewhat controlled. You can't be just flinging the ball all over the place, but. He approaches the game that way. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of life. There's some confidence. And according to Zappi, he all week had the mentality that he was going to get some snaps. And sounds like this actually was the plan. I prepared like I was, like I have every other week. And if that decision was made for me to go in, then I was going to go out there and, you know, do the best for my team. The reports were that Mac Jones got... 90 to 95% of the snaps in practice. And that would make sense, even if Belichick planned 
on splitting the game between the two QBs because Mac had been on the shelf with the high ankle injury for quite a while. Still, the way that it happened, when it happened, the the body language of Mac Jones on the sidelines, all of that would indicate this was not something that he wanted to happen, that he was prepared to happen. They go three and out, three and out, and then he throws an interception early in the second quarter. So Coach Bill Belichick was Mac Jones benched. That's not what it was, but you, you know, can write whatever you want to write. That's not what it was. All right. Well, if that's not what it was, what was it? Did Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi know that they were both going to be in the game? Well, I told the quarterbacks that we were going to we were going to play both of them. It's short and not so sweet, but Belichick answers the question. I told both quarterbacks we were going to play both of them. He also shoots down the idea of platooning quarterbacks, meaning going back and forth between the two, which the old adage is if you have multiple quarterbacks, you don't have any quarterbacks. If you have two or three quarterbacks, you don't have any quarterbacks. It's not a great idea in terms of consistency and rhythm and flow for your offensive line, for your receivers, for anybody really to have multiple quarterbacks. That's a college thing. I know the Saints have gotten away with doing it, whether it was Drew Brees and Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill, but Taysom doesn't get out there and take more than a handful of snaps at quarterback. And they're, very specific design plays for him. Now, Bill Belichick went on to say that he thought Mac Jones was going to get back in the game or he anticipated putting Mac back in the game, but that the score got out of hand. And so it didn't work out that way. I don't know, Jay, if we, if you want to run through our audio just to see if we have that, uh, because I did see that he answered the question that way. Is that, they were planning. They were planning on putting Mac back in the game. It just didn't happen. Let me know when you when you got it. He would have gone back in. The score got out of hand. So I didn't think that was the right thing to do. All right. But what about moving forward? This was rough for both quarterbacks. It was rough all around for the offense outside of those initial two drives. So who's the Patriots starting quarterback now? Yeah, we just finished the game. All right. We can put all of those comments together and they wouldn't be as long as one Matt Eberflus comment about the game. Again, the offense had two drives in which there were highlights in which they scored, but that's it. 14 points in the second quarter is all they could muster. The Bears dominated in all phases of the game and certainly that was something that Belichick was willing to elaborate on. Obviously, a poor performance tonight. You know, we were badly outcoached, outplayed. Just didn't do anything well enough in the game to have a chance to win or deserve to win. And the Bears did a good job. Totally, totally controlled the game in all three phases. We got uh, obviously a lot of work to do here, and need to need to perform a lot better than that. Need to compete better than that and perform better than that. Um, it's not any one thing. Just collectively, it's all of us. And we just have to all perform better. Simple as that. It may sound like. That's just coach speak, but it's actually true in this case. They all have to perform better. And how many teams around the NFL are in this exact same space where 
you kind of scratch your head at what you're watching. How can they be this bad? How can they be this inconsistent? We're about to be two months into the regular season. What the heck happened to the offense in the NFL? Yes, there are a few teams that you can expect to put points on the board. But remember, the Lions were leading the NFL in points per game through, what, the first four or five weeks? And one of the rabbit holes I fell into on my way to work as I was driving in thinking about the Patriots quarterback situation and then the Colts quarterback situation, which we'll talk about at the top of the hour, James Boyd will join us from the Indianapolis area after Frank Reich benches Matt Ryan and turns to an unproven young QB. His name is not unfamiliar, but he's never taken a snap at an NFL game, a real NFL game. As I was driving in, I was thinking the number of strange and wacky quarterback situations around the NFL, it's crazy. We've had so many. The Dolphins maybe are tops on the list, but it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's the New England Patriots, whether it's change because of injury or ineptitude, we've seen the Jets have to start out with their backup quarterback and then move to their young QB, and while they're winning now, I don't even know what Zach Wilson is doing out there half the time. They can run the ball or they they could run the ball. I, they just lost Brees Hall, their rookie running back to a torn ACL, which totally sucks. And they brought in James Robinson. But but there's going to be an adjustment there. And in terms of their passing attack, it's it's very little. It's ineffective to be sure. So you look around the NFL and, and we're going to kind of go through some of the crazier quarterback situations. There are so many that are just weird, right? The Saints, another super weird one. Colts are on deck, though. We'll get to them next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.